Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Hi, and welcome to Stance for Health podcast. I'm Dr. Rodney. And I'm Karen Sebastian Worth. So let us introduce this particular podcast episode with some really sad news where a very important person in our life, unbeknownst to us, has just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And it got us talking about what can happen with your diet. What would be one thing that we can tell this health partner that if they started to do immediately could make a difference? So what we're going to talk about is getting rid of dangerous oils. And so we have let's say our top 10 reasons to do that. Yes. Oil, basically getting rid of dangerous oils with unhealthy fats. So what we're talking about is vegetable oils. And I'm old enough to remember when they came out because we switched from butter to margarine and Crisco was how you made this flaky pie crust instead of the way grandma made it, which was lard straight from the pig that they had raised. So what began to happen during that time is, since that time, is that people have been getting less healthy and less healthy. So what do you think that is, Dr. Rodney? One of the things that we've seen change over the years is what you just said. And it becomes irritating because it feels like we're talking about the same thing again and again with different horse with another color, put a different hat on the same issue. And that's uh, the industry trying to make uh, something that's otherwise a byproduct into something that's that's, uh, consumable, packaged for humans. So what I'm hearing you say, for example, would be cottonseed oil. That's that's one example, yeah. And then we have this, um, uh, what takes me back to the 70s is I remember when you were, we were trying to sell our products to Russia or if for the first time we had this grain glut. Oh, yeah. Right? And so so we have to have a, we had to have a way to, to help our farmers out. We had farm aid and we have all these different things. And pretty soon the, the government steps in and starts to subsidize it. And what are they subsidizing? Corn. Wheat and soybeans. Mm-hmm. And then all you have to do is look at all the industries that have come out of that and who's capitalizing on that. Wow. That and, and then is who, amazing. Right. And then who is the end user? Us. Us. And the, the trusting, unsuspecting public. And because of the subsidies, those particular oils are so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
right? So uh, that really takes us to the subject of processed vegetable oils that are actually what we you've already aptly called seed oils. Why did why are they called seed oils? Well, they're called the euphemism is they're vegetable oils, right? Which of them is really vegetable? Exactly, because <laughs> it's the seed of yes. that brings that has the oil. Right. Wow. Okay. So we're not saying that there's such a thing as green bean oil, or there's not such a thing as carrot oil, or well, there or, is avocado oil. Okay, but it's not made from the seed; it's made from the avocado. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to talk about that at the very end if we have time. All right. So if you're still with us, what we're really saying when we say vegetable oils or processed vegetable oils is seed oil. And we've discussed it before. We've said, okay, there's a reason why a plant will protect itself. And that's so that it can reproduce itself. And when it protects itself, it's there's literally a chemical that it ultimately produces that's been called a lectin. And that lectin is a protein that it uses to bring harm to us, the pest, right? And so we have way we have ways of defending ourselves. It's called white blood cells. It's called the blood-brain barrier. It's called all these different things. Our skin protects us, right? And they have these chemicals. So if we get sick after eating some of these chemicals or taking some of these chemicals, it can often be mistaken for some of the things that we think of as, oh, I, I got food poisoning. Exactly. Right. Right. And that's one of the aspects of this. Now, but now we're going to get into a part of this today that digs a little bit deeper and says some other things about vegetable oils, right? Right. Number one, what happens when vegetable oils are heated? So I want you to think of French fries. Oh, that's perfect. So you're putting a product which in this case would be the potatoes or the powder made into potato paste. When you heat it up, there are some extremely toxic oxidation products. And one of them is called cyclic aldehydes. And they have been linked to neurodegenerative diseases and even certain types of cancer. Okay, full stop if you don't mind or pause. Listen to that word that you just said. That's a that's producing this chemical right here. Cyclic aldehydes. Okay. So instead of uh, cyclic aldehyde, what if you say? Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. Whoa. (laughs) Okay. So. That's what they used to. Embalm people. What? (laughs) Right? So remember when the discussion that we had, we had a, we did a podcast a while back that we were talking about uh, sweeteners and things like that. And one of them was. Uh, the same thing. The as, same thing as the, antifreeze, right? And not to belabor that. So we're, now we're having another chemical in our food in a popular place to eat, namely fast food. We don't have to name names here. You know where you're, you know you where, know you, where are. you get your fries. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say, "Oh, but they're the best fries." But when you walk in, if you've if you have unplugged from this for a while, smell the smell and tell me what it smells like to you. Versus now, it's sort of like, well, sometimes what one of my favorite uh, instructors used to say is, if, you've, if your body has lots of garbage, what's a little more garbage? We're just used to it. 
So anyway, that was a pause, full stop for a moment with these cyclic aldehydes. So they're worse when heated and they're used to deep fry because they are so affordable. And how, so what you're saying is how long do they keep that, that bin there? We have no idea. A, a, a day? They actually put something in it if it starts to get rancid so that it's no longer as rancid so they can keep using it. I know that from so fast food myself. Wh- what you're saying is that it, it, we may not just have cyclic aldehydes. We may have some other chemical that keeps it from going rancid. That's correct. Oh my goodness. So the next one, number two. Vegetable oils, uh, basically a concentrated source of omega-6. So we've talked about this uh, in times before where we're, we're talking about this ratio of a particular kind of essential uh, fatty acid. And you do need we some do. omega-6. We totally need that. But here, here it comes again is that we have this industry, right, that's subsidized versus an unsubsidized industry. Well, let's say that the fish industry suddenly became subsidized. What would it look like? It would have all kinds of fish. Yeah, but where would they be grown? That's true. <laughs> On farms. So we do have that to some degree, and that's a whole nother topic. But let's say that you were kept, it was fresh caught. It would be like salmon. It would be mackerel and all those other names of like fish and all these different things that they're catching on shows that we watch. <laughs> so, and that's, that, that's the best way to get your omega-3. So we're really talking about a ratio between uh, uh, these sixes and these seed oils, vegetable oil, and omega-3s, which are in basically good fish oil. There's a a ratio there. And so right now, the omega-6 to 3 ratio is totally off. Yes. Now, let's move on to number three, vegetable oils, especially corn and soy, are products of genetic engineering. Most of your vegetable oils produced today especially corn and soy that are so abundant are products of genetic engineering. And so they have been exposed to glyphosate and glyphosate has been linked to severe gut damage and other health problems. One of the other things is in addition to processed vegetable oils, also known as polyunsaturated fat, they harm our health in other ways. What, what are some other ways that, that are mentioned in these top 10? So when you're cooking with these oils, we already talked about the aldehydes. But on top of that, there is a link between that aldehyde and tau protein, which is what happens in dementia and Alzheimer's. And it creates neurofibrillary tangles. And that's the neurodegenerative diseases. And that's my passion for this. And you'll probably hear me talking about this over and over. What was my precious mom who really bought into, we've got to change everything because she was very health conscious. She was sold the wrong information. And in in the end, she had mild dementia. And I believe it's from these oils. This next one is very similar uh, to omega-6 to 3 ratio. Except we're not talking about omega-6 to 3 ratio. We're talking about the product that your body produces called cholesterol. And you've got LDL, which is low-density lipoproteins, and then HDLs, which is high-density lipoproteins, right? And when someone says, well, my LDL is really high, my LDL cholesterol is really high, okay, how's your HDL? 
look at the ratio. If your if your HDLs are really high, you're probably within normal limits because your body can deal with that. Because right? you do need some cholesterol. And so what we're really saying is that this type of vegetable protein leads to a higher amount of LDL. And that's the opposite of what they sold it in the beginning. Number six, eating seed oils damages your mitochondria. And that is very important because the mitochondria is the life center of every living cell. And so if you damage the mitochondria and the DNA, it makes those cell membranes more permeable, but it does not keep out the wrong ones. So it's a it's a fine balance because you want the the good stuff to come in, particularly the ATP, adenosine triphosphate, that gives life and nutrition to the mitochondria. Sounds a little bit like the blood brain barrier and the gut blood barrier. It does indeed. Yeah, allowing the right things in. Yes. So the really the way that that happens is a process or something called cardiolipin that's that's really likened to a cellular alarm system triggers apoptosis. In other words, if a cell isn't working right, the body tends to absorb itself or eat itself. Get rid of it. Yeah. Because it's damaged. Cell death. So if the cell doesn't have enough DHA, which is a major component of omega-3, then something goes wrong with the cell, the body's alarm system doesn't go off, and that cell discontinues to go haywire cancer that's in in essence what happens yeah we don't want that isn't that it's no wonder that we can drop our all-cause mortality by 60 percent just by taking enough therapeutic doses of omega-3 or fish oil so this we're talking at the cellular level that it does that yeah wow well, and it's what you said is not just the cellular level, but but the the wall of the mitochondria and the wall of the cell itself. So it's the outside of the cell as well as the inside of the mitochondria. They both have to have the right the right wall to let things in or to push the right things out or to to signal apoptosis. In other words, we're done. Let's let's come on. You know, come on, body, let's eat ourselves up here. And then so we can make room for the new. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Well, and this nine is almost the same because when that cell dies, it's aged, damaged, or crippled. There's the removal of that that happens. Not only does it not get the signal, but it inhibits the removal of the age damaged or crippled cells that have lost the ability to reproduce. And then that in turn, we've heard this before, produces inflammatory cytokines that rapidly accelerate disease and aging. So what we're talking about, crinky joints. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're, when, when you talk about something that's interleukin or, inflammatory cytokines, this is general body or whole body inflammation, or another way to say it is what's your inflammatory index. And that's that's one of the ways that we can actually determine your inflammatory index is by checking your omega-6 to 3 ratio. 
Got it. Omega-6 being arachidonic acid. And that's just the fancy word for saying, hey, what's what kind of what kind of oils are you taking in? And it, the seed oils are the ones that have the larger amount of the arachidonic acid or uh, omega-6. Wow. Yeah. So we're reaching number 10. Wow. Well, we've we've gone this direction before and it's really our human population mainly the west that has produced these chemicals that either dry us the either we're either drying our your product to either get it to killing market. the weeds or you're putting it yeah. on your rice or your grains it's a monsanto product roundup and things like that have glyphosate in them and glyphosate actually inhibits the plant's ability to absorb magnesium and depletes the amount of magnesium absorbable magnesium in the soil. So it's so we have gotten ourselves into a, it's a human problem. We've mm-hmm. we've created it for ourselves. And on top of that, these particular oils are subsidized because they are byproducts of cottonseed and safflower seed and all these different seed that are left mm-hmm. from other processes. Yeah. And so it it ends up that what's frustrating, and, and we're about to get to the solution because there's nothing worse than talking only about the problem. Yeah. But I'll let you finish your thoughts there on what well, why glyphosate is so it's, dangerous. It's it's when you talk about tight junctions, tight junctions are literally this ability for a couple cells to stay together and communicate. And when those junctions start to erode, you start to in, you start to in, engage in something called leaky gut, especially when it's in the gut blood barrier. In other words, there's the blood flow and what's in the the epithelium of the gut. And when that tight junction starts to erode, what's in the gut starts to go into the bloodstream. And in other words, what we're saying is we're getting poop in the bloodstream. Depending on where you are in the in the gut, Yikes. that can happen. Yeah. So it would stand to reason that that you're getting inflammatory products. In other words, something that seems foreign to the body, your body starts to attack itself because and in another way, another way of saying that is autoimmune. And it is very sad that in our country we do not have more control over the glyphosate. As in other countries, people who thought they had were lactose intolerant are able to eat the breads and, and pastas made in Europe, for example, because they have prohibited all use of glyphosates. Yeah, that chemical that we've come to know that where, where the plant protects itself. The lectins. Lectins, yes. If you're gluten sensitive, sometimes or most times it has to do with this glyphosate mm. and the glyphosate chemical. Uh, along with this, these lectins will create a sensitivity reaction that doesn't happen in other countries because they actually ha- they actually make their bread almost like yogurt. Yeah, with, with sour a sourdough dough. bread, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they don't have this glyphosate in their soil. So you, yeah. you have that double whammy that's removed from the equation yes. when you talk about breads and, and pastas. Wow. Right? Yes. So what do we do? Because we've raised a huge issue. 
So I want to talk about that omega six to three ratio. You need to have a certain number. It's just that because these seed oils are so prevalent in all prepackaged food, I would say that's the first step is to stop eating prepackaged yeah, food. Yeah, stop the insult. And then the way to heal is to increase your, your ratio, but find out what that ratio is to start with mm-hmm. so that you know how well your body can detect itself from. In, in other words, if I have a dead cell, the dead cell needs to, to raise its hand and say, I'm ready to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when it's not ready to say that, then it starts to create cancer uh, or it starts to replicate itself at a, a, and that's dangerous to the body. So, so test your omega three to six or six, six to, to three, three ratio. ratio. Yeah. And that, and you can do that at our office. So there's a Super lot of places. easy to do. It's just a pinprick test. And in some cases, when you go to get your physical, annual physical, you can request it. I don't know if there's extra charge, depends on your... And it's not that hard. All you're really looking for is you create a ratio or some kind of a uh, equation with the arachidonic acid, DHA, and EPA in your body. Got it. That creates a ratio. Okay. Step number two. Once you know that ratio... If you need to improve it, start taking more omega-3s, and that's eating organically wild-caught. I guess if it's wild-caught, it's organically. Wild-caught fish, mm-hmm. like salmon. Or supplementing Yes, with the same, the same sourced fish. doesn't matter what the fish is as long as you get that ratio back up to exactly. something below 4 to 1. Exactly. Because 4 to 1 is where your body ceases to be able to to recognize itself as as dead and then you have zombie cells so then that creates a cardiovascular issue as well as a central nervous system issue as well as a joint issue because you're dealing with inflammation index awesome how cool is that now three other oils that you can use actually four this is not listed in, in our particular notes, but you can begin to use coconut oil. And it is can be used to stimulate your metabolism for healthy weight loss. And our source of that, less in cooking, but more in our coffee in the morning, we use MCT oil and it's organic coconut oil that doesn't have the strong taste. And it's harmless, but it does actually increase, it bypasses the... Uh, pancreas and go straight to the energy pro- producing aspect of the liver in the morning. So, wow. and plus it, it increases our satiety. Exactly. We're yeah. able to do the intermittent fasting yeah. so easily. Grass fed butter, is it? Ah, I love grass fed butter. There's certain brands that are out there that are just, it, it, and I'm not to put you on the spot, but we, you know, we shop, we shop for it every other week either at Costco or wherever we happen to be, it's a, uh, it looks like it's Irish, Irish. Yes. So, <laughs> so when it looks you see like it, a yellow or green Irish butter. Right? It escaped. I, I know I, the name right there. It's right there. <laughs> we need some more omega three. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is that that grass fed butter is going to give you vitamin A, D, E, and K2. So these other and other minerals and antioxidants. All these fat-soluble. Yes. 
And then uh, related to that, you can get organic ghee. It's a taste that I never acquired, no matter what, but the grass-fed butter is yummy. Olive oil. How do you want it to be produced? Is cold-pressed. Yes. And Organic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, virgin Mm -hmm. olive oil. Extra virgin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that is what will provide your oxidative stability and lack of harmful compounds that are produced when the olive oil is heated and make your own salad dressing with it. Once you've found a good source, it is so good, so easy. If you want to know my recipe, just DM below in the comment section recipe. I'm happy to send that to you. But do be careful with these olive oils because there are a lot of fakes out there and they cut it with other oils. So well, that's that it. does seem like a good place to stop. It does, because we want to encourage you that you can take your stance for health with something very simple right away. Replace the oils with the good ones. Yeah. Take an omega-3 supplement. Right. And find out what that ratio is, and then you can build from there. We've had some folks that have had greater than eight to one, nine to one, 10 to one ratios. And that means that they're part of the reason why they came to see us in the first place was because they were inflamed. Yes. And now that their ratio, they're working on their ratio, the inflammation starting to decrease, which helps their brain function, helps their cardiovascular function and helps the way their joints feel. Wow. I love it. This is one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast because we do a deep dive and learn more ourselves. And we trust that you're enjoying it. If you are, please write us a review. That would help us so much and tell others about us. This is Karen, your longevity coach. And Dr. Rodney. And we want you to take your your stance for health. Thank you for joining us at Stance for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.